Today's daf is daf Lamed Dalid, page 34. And uh, it's a guten Vach and a guten Erev Yomtif. Yeah, uh, busy time nowadays. So we are up to the bottom of Lamed Gimel Lamed Beis. We're picking up at the bottom of 33b. We're up to Uketores Laevarim, okay, which is four lines from the bottom of Lamed Gimel Lamed Beis. The four, uh, four lines from the bottom of 33b. And just to uh, pick up and to get our heads back in the zone. So on Lamed Gimel Amud Aleph, okay, we started yesterday's daf on the third line with Abaye giving us the order of the daily avoda. Right, he gave us how everything worked according to the avoda. And he said that the first thing that we did, let's just remind ourselves outside, okay? What was the order of the daily Avaida? So first they set up the first pile of wood, the larger one. And then they set up the second pile of wood for the Kataris. And then after that, they, had, they, set, they arranged the two blocks of wood that would be placed upon the first larger fire. So you have the larger fire wood, the smaller firewood, the two pieces of wood that were going to be used for the larger fire. Then they um, did the trumas adeshan, they did the separation of the ashes, and then they cleaned out five and um, prepared five um, of the lamps of the manaira, and then they did the blood of the karbanatamid, which was followed by the final two lamps of the manaira, and after they did the, the two lamps of the manaira, they did the kataris, the Keteris came before the burning of the limbs. The limbs were taken care of before the offering of the Karban Mincha. The Mincha was taken care of before the Chavitin of the Kain Gadol. The, ch- the Chavitin came before the Nesachim, the wine that was poured with the Karban Atamid. The Nesachim came before any Musafim, if there were Musaf, if there was a Karban Musaf brought that day. There was always, we always poured the wine for the Karban Atamid before the Karban Musaf was brought. Then, again, a day where there happened to be a Musaf, obviously not every day, but if there was a Musaf, that came before the uh, placing of the spoons for the Levina. That, was, that took place before the Tamid Shalbein Ha'arbayim, and nothing took place after the Tamid Shalbein Ha'arbayim. That was the last thing that took place in the Beis HaMikdash. Okay, that was the, that was the Mesorah, the tradition of the order that Abaye... Uh, that Abaye taught us in the name of Abishol. So we're going through this Gemara, each step, and why it was in that particular order. And now we pick up four lines from the bottom of Lamagim Lamad Beis. Here we go. We said the burning of the Kitaris came before the burning of the limbs. How we learned in You know why it comes first? Because. The Ketores, it says the word boker, it says the word morning twice. And by the burning of the limbs, it only says the word boker once. Okay? So, something that's said twice should be perceived, should come earlier, closer to the morning, than if it only says boker once. The Ivarim Lamencha, the burning of the limbs came before the bringing of the Karba Mincha, the Tanya, why? Because we learned in Ebraisa, How do we know? that nothing is, a, Rashi explains over here, uh, how do we know 
that nothing should be put on the marocha gedola kodam le'evariyatam. Hey, nothing's allowed to be put on the wood set up for the carbon atomid before it itself, before the 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 limbs of the kateris itself. How do you know that? Top of today's daf now, daf lamid dalid, talmud leimar. It says in the pasuk va'arach aleha ayla that the kain should set up the ayla on directly on the fire on, on the wood. Ha'ayla means it's the first thing to be offered, okay? And therefore, what do you need to do? Before you bring your mincha on the fire, you have to take care of your carbon atomid limbs. That has to be the first thing that is burnt. So the limbs of the ayla, first thing burnt, and only afterwards could we bring the mincha. Okay, so limbs, mincha. After the mincha, we said came the chavitin. The special chavitin offering of the kain gadol mincha lechavitin. Why does the mincha come before the chavitin? We because it says ayla u mincha, the ayla and then the mincha. Since it puts the word ayla, the carbon atomid, next to the word mincha, so where are you sticking the chavitin? Nowhere. Since it says ayla mincha, so the chavitin has to come after the mincha because if the chavitin would come before the mincha, it would be ayla chavitin u mincha. Since it says ayla mincha, so mincha follows ayla. Mincha follows Ayla, by default, Chavitin will follow the Mincha. The Chavitin l'Nesachim. The Chavitin come before the Nesachim. Why? Shum Mincha. Because they also have a name. They're not mamish, not literally a carbon Mincha. But it's, it's you know, as part of the Avoda, it's, it's an Avoda called the Mincha. It's a meal offering. And therefore, you have the meal offering, you have the Chavitin, which is like, you know, falls under the same name. And afterwards, we do the nesachim, we do the wine pourings of the carbon atomic. Unesachim the musafim, the wine pourings come before any carbon musaf, again, if there's a carbon musaf that day. Zevach unesachim, because it says a zevach, the carbon, unesachim, and the pourings, which means they shouldn't have any other carbonus in between the completion of the carbon atomic. Since the pourings are for the carbon atomic, you take care of that before we start dealing with any other carbonus. Okay. So you have the Nesachim. Finish that up. Now we're on to the carbon Mosuf. The carbon Mosuf, let's continue now. Umusafim Lebazichim. The carbon Mosuf came before the Levina, the spoon of the Levina. About time we learned the Rabbis of Bazichim Kaibun Lemusafim, that the spoons should come before, the placing of the spoons should come before any Mosuf. Why here are we listing Mosuf first? The Gemara says it's actually a Machlokas Tanoim, our Brisa. You know, in Abaye, the way that he had it is that the Musaf should come before the Bazichim, but granted, there's other opinions that hold the Bazichim should come before the Musaf. Okay, and Amar Abaye, Abaye explains, that the reason why I say the Musaf comes before the Bazichim, the reason why I said that on Lamed Gimel, Lamed Aleph, when I'm listing the order, is because it it's, it's more logical to me that that would be the, there's a Machlokas, but that's, I'll tell you why I agree with that, that opinion. Because remember we said that if it uses the word babaykar twice, so that usually is going to put something earlier. So too, it says the word bayayim bayayim, okay? When it comes to the Levina, it says bayayim ha-shabbos, bayayim ha-shabbos yarichenu. The word bayayim is, uh, is letting us know that it's in the main part of the day. Okay, the main part of the day means when the sun is already, Rashi explains, when the sun is already uh, quite strong and moving along, and therefore, we actually want to make the Levina a little later. 
See, previously we wanted Babaika Babaika to teach us to do it earlier. Bayan Bayan means do it as the day is moving along. All right? So therefore, if we have an option to bring the Bazichin before the, the Musaf, or the Musaf before the Bazichin, we prefer to do the Musaf. Let's push off the Bazichin, let it wait a little bit. My time, and what taku is the reason for the one who says that the bazichin should take place before the Musaf? If it says bayan bayan, you should wait later into the day. Why does he say? Why doesn't he wait? says Because if we're concerned about the word yaim, so then you're going to have to uh, include a lot more of these steps and try to push them off until later in the day. So, um, I, I, I'm, I skip, sorry. My time is demand on Bezich, Bezich, Kedem, Musafim. So the Gemara says, Gamar Chuka Chuka Me Chavitim. He learns out Chaik Chaik from Chavitim. It says the word Chaik by the Chavitim, and it says the word Chaik by Bezichim. So we want to put it side by side. I, may also, Gamar, Ligmar, Akula, Mosim, Hasam. You should learn out everything from there. Use that Gezer Shava and say that the Chavitim should also become before everything else. And, uh, even the Levaina should come before the, the Nesachim. Answers the Gemara, Lahachi Ahani, Bayam Bayam Laacher. That's the reason why it says Bayam Bayam to push it off later. Okay? In other words, we're going to have Limudim that seem to imply different, to give us different approaches as to which one should go first. Okay? The Bayam Bayam seems to tell us that the. Um, that the uh, Levina should come before the carbon Musaf, and uh, the, um, I'm sorry, the Biyam Biyam should teach us that the, it should come later in the day. We want to do it as the day moves along. And Mamela, the, the, the Gzera Shava along, will come opposite the Hekish. Each one's coming to counteract the other. Lahachiahani Biyam Biyam, and that's to counteract what I would have thought uh, from the Levina. We say Biyam Biyam to say Taka to wait until after the pouring of the Nisach period. We're now at the two dots, a little less than halfway down on Lamed Dalid Amod Aleph. Here we go. The past Amod and a half was the sources for Abaye's tradition, Abaye's Limud in the name of Abishol, as to why the setup of the Avaida took place as it did. Now, we're going to go back to our Mishnah three daf ago, okay, on daf Lamed Aleph. We, we uh, learned in our Mishnah, let's turn back there, we learned in our Mishnah that the Kayin Gadol would go down to be Taivo and... In the middle of the mission, yeah, we said that the Ketiris we know was brought both in the morning and in the afternoon. So the Mishnah said that the morning Ketiris was burnt in between the dam of the Tamid Shoshachar and the hectare of the Ivarim and the burning of the limbs. Okay, that's so kind of like the. the Ketiris kind of went in between the Tamir Avaida while we're taking care of the carbonate Tamir. Says the Gemara, here we go. Money, who's the town of that Mishnah? Irabon, if you're going to say that it's the opinion of the Rabbanon. And now we're going back to the Machlaikas Rashi's going to fill us in 
We're going back to Machaikas of how the Menorah was prepared. Okay, was uh, how many lamps were prepared at once. If you're following the opinion of the Rabbanon that they did part of the Menorah, they did the Ketiras, and then they went back, the Mishra should say that the, the, the Ketiras is brought between the Dam of the Tamir and the Menorah. It shouldn't say between the dam of the tamid and the limbs. It should say between the dam of the tamid and the menorah because that was the next thing on the list. And he abashol. And if we're following the opinion of abashol, who Abaye was just quoting, it should say the avarim is done between the. I'm sorry. It should say the kitaris was done between the the burning of the limbs and the menorah. Who is the Tana of our Mishnah again? Who's saying that the Ketiris was brought between the burning of the between the uh, between the dam, the blood, and the limbs? It's not following any opinion that we've come across. And for the Gemara, we're following the opinion of Rabbanani, like and we're not focusing too much on the order. Okay, we just want to point out that. The Ketiris was brought during the Karban Atamid, and there were still parts of the Karban Atamid that needed to be brought. So he mentioned it like that, between the blood and the limbs. But granted, granted, it could have said between the, the blood and the Menorah. That's true too. So we're just, we're just mentioning it was during the Karban Atamid. Okay. Next part of the Mishnah. The Ketiris Shobin Arbayim was brought between the burning of the Avarim and the Nesachim, the pouring that came along with the Karban HaTamir. Where does this halacha come from? Amr says, Like the Mincha of the morning, and it's Nesachim, you should do it. Just like in the morning, the Keteris came before the pourings. So during the afternoon, the Keteris came before the pouring. Says Gemara, oh, why are you viewing it like that? That the Keteris always came before the pouring. Maybe Why don't we say just like in the morning you have the Keteris before the burning so too in the afternoon the uh, Keteris should come before the burning. So the Gemara says it means you should make it like the Mincha of the Baker and not like the Evarim of the Baker. Hence we have our Halacha that the same way the Keteris came before the Nesachim in the morning, so too the Keteris came before the Nesachim in the afternoon. Okay, period. Let's keep going, discussing, not necessarily the order of the Karbanas anymore for now, but uh, we'll focus on the actual Avaida itself and how it was done. Tana Rabbonah, the rabbis learned, and so should we. Two lines from the bottom of Lamed Dal and Aleph. Here we go. The Niskai Rivi and the Nesachim, the wine pourings for the Karban HaTamid, was a Rivi'is HaHin, was a quarter of a Hin. Okay? So we're going to say that it's about a little less than three liters. Yomad Shal Shachris Mishal Arvis. The pourings of the Karban HaTamid um, in the morning is learned out from how much is poured in the evening. Okay? The same way there's a Rivi'is HaHin the, the, that's the amount that was poured in the evening. 
so too that's the amount that we should pour in the morning. Okay, we're learning the morning from the evening. Turn to Amr days. Rabbi Yomer, Rabbi says, Arvis Mishal Shachris, that the pourings of the morning are actually learned out from the morning pouring. So do you learn out the morning from the evening or the evening from the morning? Bishlam al-Rabbana says, Gwara makes it according to the Rabbanon who says you learn out the morning from the evening. Hai betamash rabbein rabbaim said, because it says, v'nizkai raviyisahin, by the evening, karbanat tamid. El-Rabbi my time, according to Rabbi, who says that you learn out the evening from the morning, why is the morning the main fo- why is the morning the main source? Amar Rabbi Barula, Rabbi Barula says, Amar Kra la Echad. It says in the Pasuk that you should pour a Raviyisahim la keves echad for one sheep. Which sheep is called? One heavy This is referring to the Tamid Shel Shachar. That is the that is the one uh, the you know that's the where it says La Kevasa Echad is referring to the the carbonat tamid of Shel Biker. And Mamela, that's the primary carbon that we want to deal with. For Abanamai Echad, what do we do with the word Echad? Miyuchud Sheba Adrei. No, it doesn't mean the main one. It, it, you know, uh, that that's the, that's the main carbonat tamid. It just means that when you're going to shech the sheep for your carbon ayla, make sure it's a good looking sheep. Yeah, make sure it's a good, it's a good, uh, the, the highest quality sheep that you can get your hand on. The Rebbe Mivchar Nadrechem Nafka. Rebbe says, I know from somewhere else. It says you should take the best of your of your vows, the best of your promises. Rabbanon they say no. Chad bechayva v'chad beredava. Once once talking about a vow over here, there's not a vow. This talking about a chiyuv utrichi, and therefore we need both psukim. We need by a vow to teach us. We need the pasuk of Mivchar Nadrechem that you got to take the best. And by us, when it says ha'echad, when it says that you know the best. That's by a chayv. That's by a carbon oil where there's a clear-cut obligation. Period. Two dots. End of that discussion of the Mishnah. Okay. Let's go to the next part of the Mishnah. next part of the Mishnah is something very interesting. And that is, we know there was a spring that led to the Kohen Gadol's mikvah. If the Kohen Gadol was very sensitive to cold, and he would be uncomfortable going into the mikvah, so we warmed it up. All right? Now, in our Mishnah, it happened to say that it was warmed up with hot water. They would sprinkle in hot water. But look at this. Look what this Gemara says. It's interesting. The Kohen Gadol was elderly, or he was sensitive to cold. Interesting. Instead of saying that we poured hot water in, it says, you know how they warmed up the water? They warmed up the water by putting in hot metal. Hot metal was thrown into the cold water. That warmed it up. In order to warm it up. Says the Gemara, we got a problem. Because how can you put hot metal into water? It's going to cool off the metal and strengthen it. And that's Osir on Shabbos. And the metal wasn't so hot that it was bendable. Therefore, when it's getting now cooled off in the cold water, we're not doing too much to it. It's not cold like, uh, you know, that you're fixing it up. Rabbi says, listen, even if you say that it was very hot and the cold water is going to impact it and help it, it's still okay. Because that's not my intent. If my intent is to warm up the mikvah, as opposed to my intent being to strengthen the metal, it's allowed. Says the Gemara, what? Really? Can I say this? On the eighth day, you give a bris milah. Even if a kid 
has a taras on the foreskin, the halacha is usually you can't cut off taras. But over here, it says that you give him a bris milah, if there's taras on the foreskin, you're still allowed to cut it off. And we said about that, why don't you a pasuk to teach us that you're allowed to cut it off? Of course you can cut it off. Abai says, No, because Rabbi Yehuda holds Dover Shein Miskavin is Aser. And therefore, you can't say, of course you can cut it off. We thought, of course you can cut it off because my intention is not to cut off the Tzaraz. My intention is to do a Mitzvah Brismila. Says Abai, oh, but Rabbi Yehuda says that's still a problem. The Gemara is assuming from the fact that Abai is sticking up for Rabbi Yehuda seems to imply that he holds a Dover Shein Miskavin is Aser also. That even if it's not my intent, it should be allowed. So if, again, if Abai holds that a Dover Shein Miskavin is Aser, why, by the hot rod being thrown into the water, is he allowing it? If it's going to help in the if it's going to help the metal, the Gemara says, "I'll tell you why." Yeah, where do we say that a person can be strict by Dover Shein Miskavin like Rabbi Yehuda? That's by a biblical obligation. But over here, by metal to make the metal stronger, that would only be Asr Midrabanan. By Asr Dirabanan, Abai would agree. That if, as long as it's Dover Shein Miskavin, as long as it's not my intent to strengthen the metal, my intent is merely to warm up the water, so we'll say that it is allowed. Period. End of that discussion of the Gemara. We're now going to learn the Mishnah, all right? And we will, uh, we will stop uh, at Mamish at the bottom of the daf. The Mishnah will take us all the way down, and we'll pick up from tomorrow's daf tomorrow. So here we go, let's just learn the Mishnah. Have you the base of parva? They bring the kain gadol to the base ha parva. Uba kodesh It was in the holy part of the base ha mikdash, which we know, as Rashi explains, reminds us, you always need to go to the mikvah before entering these areas. And they would put up a linen sheet between the kain gadol and the people. We're going to explain what type of linen it was in the Gemara. I lost the place, I'm sorry. He's going to wash his hands and feet, and then he takes off his clothing. Right? We had this earlier in the Gemara. The Gemara quoted this Mishnah, that there's a Machoikas, whether he first did the Kiddush Yadayim Veraglayim and then changed his, took off his clothing. And, or according to Rav Meir, he says first he took off his clothing and then the Kiddush Yadayim the raglayim. Okay, we had that three dafa go to understand that machlokes. Yarad v'tava. Then the kain gadol, after doing this, kiddush daim raglayim and taking off his clothing, he went to the mikvah. Allah in the stafik comes out of the mikvah, dries up. Viulai big day lovin, and they brought him big day lovin. They brought him those special white garments of Yom Kippur. Yeah, of Yom Kippur. Lava. She puts on the the, the Yom Kippur garments. The kiddush yada veraglev, and he nocham all again. He washed his hands and feet from the kiyar. Okay, says the Gemara, says the Mishnah, something very very interesting, fascinating. B'shachar hayalayvish plusin. The first time the kain gadol put on white linen garments, they were made from plusi linen. Okay, this is a very high quality linen. Shall shnei masar man. And the value was twelve hundred. Well, I'm sorry, it was twelve mana, which is twelve hundred zuz. All right, let's call a zuz a dollar. 
twelve hundred dollar uh, linen uh, a thing. Yeah, tailored fit, mamish beauty. In the afternoon, he wore garments from Hinduian. Okay, there's a shaila what Hinduian is. Is it India? Is it Ethiopia? Another high quality linen. This time, it was worth eight mana, which is eight hundredses. So, it's a little less, according to Tanakam. The morning ones were worth twelve hundredses, and the evening ones were two thirds of that, eight hundred. Both Beautiful, beautiful stuff, but different value. Div Rabbi Meir's opinion, Rabbi Meir. Nachomem, Nachom say no. B'shachri Eloi v'shashmei na'asumana. In the morning, the linen that he wore was eighteen hundred zuz. Ubein arbayim shal shnei ma'asumana. Afternoon was twelve hundred zuz. Akol shleishumana. All in all, the the allowance for his wardrobe, for the white garments for the Yom Kippur, was. Was uh, three thousand zuz, okay, which is thirty money. Elu Michel Tibor, and it was paid for from the uh, from from the treasury of the Beis Hamikdash. The Imratzel Lahaisif, if the Kaim Gadol wanted to make it a little extra special, personalize it, whatever he wanted to do, he wasn't allowed to add any garments to it. But if he wanted to, you know, add uh, thread count, you know, make it a little more expensive. So Maisif Mishaloi, he was permitted to do that. However, he had to use his own funds. He had to use his own money. The, the cap was 3,000 zuz. That was the cap for the expenses we were willing to take from the treasury. And if you want to go above that, that had to come from his own pocket. That's the end of the Mishnah. We'll hold it here. And Bezjem pick up tomorrow, 9.30 a.m. with... Uh, tomorrow's daf explaining this Mishnah. Agitavach and Agutner Yomtev.